the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, hey, 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 how's it going? Today we're going to expect God. We're going to expect God to do great things. We're going to expect God to answer our prayers. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, we talked about that yesterday. We talked about the heart of the father, that he's a good, good father, and he wants us to come home to him. He wants us to come running back to him. If you missed that episode, go back and listen to that yesterday. But we're still talking about expecting God, expecting God to show up, expecting God to answer prayers in your life. He, he's good and he has good things for you. And he's just ready and waiting for us to come fully back in alignment with him. And I, I think that sometimes, you know, when we want to come home to God, but we don't even know what our first step is. And, and really the first step in answered prayer and expecting God to answer your prayers, knowing what to pray, you know, knowing what to pray. I, I love, we talked about the prodigal son. Uh, I'm going to read that to you real quick again. It's Luke 15, 20. And this prodigal son, this wayward son, um, he's gone out. He's squandered his father's inheritance. He's living life uh, wildly, kind of crazy. And he, he gets up and he goes back to his father, it says in Luke 15. That was his first decision, wasn't it? And it says, while while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him and ran to his son and threw his arms around him and kissed him. His his earthly father welcomed him home. And the decision was, I need to go back home to my dad. (laughs) That was the first decision. And that's the first decision that we have to make spiritually is I need to go back home to God and I need to do that today. And and, you know, this man, he, he saw his position. He saw this prodigal son he saw you know i'm i'm lowly i'm broke i'm i'm suffering i'm eating with the pigs he was literally eating with the pigs i I mean i don't have anything left and i love that because that's a prayer of desperation isn't it It's it's a cry of desperation it's an act of desperation to go home he had to humble himself and say dad i blew it i i really squandered all the money and and we have to do that as well with our heavenly father we have to say god i I pulled away from you. I, I made a decision without you. I, you know, I chose to do something that was against you or against your word. And I'm just humbling myself. I, I feel like I've been eating with the pigs and I want to come home. So that's our first decision. We just have to decide to go back to our father in heaven. And, you know, what I love is the prodigal son. He didn't go back as a son. I mean, he did. But he said, I'm going to come back and serve. And I love that. He said, you know, if I go back to my dad's house, maybe he would at least let me uh, help out. 
you know, the people that help out around my dad's farm are, are better off than I am. I'm out here, you know, eating with pigs and suffering and, and, and I could go back and serve. And his earthly dad accepted him and without, you know, his father just received him as a child, you know, and he just received him. And that is how God received you today. God wants to receive you back into his arms today. You know, this, this prodigal son's father, he did not scold him. He did not blame him. He wasn't stern or distant. He was loving and warm and gracious. I mean, it says he, he opened up his heart of compassion through his arms around his neck and kissed him. And so imagine that today, however far you've been from your heavenly father, whether it's just a little bit or a lot, we want to come back to him today. And he, your heavenly father does not scold you. He's not blaming you. He's not stern and distance. He, he's loving and warm and he's gracious. When you come humbling back and saying, God, I want to serve you. I want to come back into your home, back into your presence. Maybe that's for someone today. Maybe that's for all of us today. We need to come fully, fully back to the Lord and welcome him in, welcome him into every single area. You know, even in James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. You know, God gives generously. God did not find fault. You know, if you, I love how the prodigal son said it, it was almost as if God gave him that wisdom. You need to go home. You need to go home, buddy. And he did. And if any of us lack wisdom, we can ask God, God, what do I do? I don't know what to do. Well, humble yourself and go home and serve the Lord. Humble yourself, go home and serve your father. And that's what that prodigal son did. And maybe that's what we need to do today. God gives generously to all without finding fault. James 1, 5. He's going to give generously. Let's stop for a moment right now and let's pray about these things, okay? Heavenly Father, we humble ourselves before you right now. And we want to have the heart that that prodigal son had when he decided to turn to you for wisdom and decided to turn to you for what to do and to run back home. And so, Lord, we need your wisdom today. We need we need your help. We thank you that you're not going to find fault in us when we call out to you and we cry out to you and we run home to you, that you love us. And that you want to give us that bear hug. And God, we know that we've squandered some things. God, we know that there's mistakes that have been made recently. So that's why we're humbling ourselves and we're saying, Lord, we want to come home to your heart today. We run to you today. Welcome us, Lord. Welcome us with open arms. Uh, We want to be back tight in close community with you today. Lord, we want to hear from you. We want to share with you what's on our heart. We want to have your direction from you, from your heart toward us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. If you prayed that prayer, that's exciting. You know, the the father and the prodigal son, he celebrated. He, he was celebrating. He threw a party. And if you prayed that prayer in your heart, even while you know, maybe you're driving or you're exercising or you're cooking right now, I don't know what you're doing right now, but you, you prayed that prayer and you're like, I want to be back with God and close to God. Yay. <laughs> you, he's celebrating. You are just receive it. Just receive it. And let's walk in it. Okay. So what, what, what's next? Well, I think about Jesus teaching on prayer that we receive when we pray. 
In Matthew 7, 7 to 8, it says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And then again in Matthew twenty one twenty two, if you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Mark eleven twenty four. therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Yes. Well, what do you want to ask God for today? Hmm? What do you want to ask God for? You know, we had a, a friend once, she was single, she asked God for a bed. She didn't have a bed. She was single. And God showed up with a bed that she needed. You know, sometimes it's a practical thing we can ask God for. Sometimes it's a spiritual thing. So many times um, I've prayed for people in our church. I'm a, I, I don't know if you realize this, but I'm a pastor's wife. We have a church uh, my husband and I, a loving, wonderful, beautiful, happy place church. <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's wonderful to be a part of the church, isn't it? God's home, God's family. And so I pray for different ones. And I was praying for this one um, guy. He'd had an affair on his wife. That was really a bummer. And uh, that you know had this beautiful family and she was devastated. He was devastated that this happened. And it really felt like when you hear the whole story, that he was really oh, drawn into this trap. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. There's, It's not an excuse. We don't have good excuses for our sins, do we? But he was drawn into this trap and really seduced into this situation. It was not a good situation. It led to some drug activity. So it, it just compounded itself. It, it ended up a big nightmare snowball nightmare anyway I was like God I don't know how I don't I don't even see any way that you could bring him out of that bring him back home to his family to his kids to his wife fully delivered fully healed and back in your presence I don't even see how and I mean during this squanderous time he you know he just did different things he totally regretted but anyway we that was our prayer you know that was our prayer. The kids were devastated. Everybody. It was a nightmare. And, oh, I don't know. We probably prayed for a year and a half, maybe. year and a half. And every time we, we thought about it, we prayed, Lord. Anyway, ultimately, this guy did. He came home. He came home. He came back fully to the Lord. He truly repented. He truly turned he he began to court and date his wife again. He began to um, s- say he was sorry, you know, ask for forgiveness for these things and specifically. And, and he went and he got some help and he, he obviously broke off that relationship. He actually even moved to a different company, totally changed jobs, totally changed everything. And could could he make up for what was lost? no. No, those years were gone. That time was gone. That damage was done. But he began doing everything he knew to make amends, to make it right, to do the right thing. And you could see the total change. Like even in his physical appearance, you could see the happiness, the lightness, the physical health improved. You know, he began coming to church again. And and we said, come, you know, come. 
So he came to church, he sought the Lord, he began praising God again and, and really made the true lasting change. And his wife was watching all of this and she watched and she watched and she waited and she prayed and she waited and watched and prayed and um, just to see if he had legitimately made a permanent change. And he actually had. It was the grace of God. It was an answer to prayer. It was a prodigal come home. And they they um, they ended up back together. The family reunited, had the best uh, holidays recently, and God is truly restored. You know, God, <laughs> there's nothing too hard for God. God can renew. God can restore. God can set free and deliver and heal. And just as he brought home that prodigal son, and just as he brought home our friend, don't think that you are too far from God. Don't think that it's too messed up. Now, it may take time. <laughs> it will take time. It will take study. It will take discipline. It will take a process. It will take, uh, you know, a heart change and a lifestyle change to get those things back realigned with God. But it's possible and it's wonderful. It's the best choice you could make. And I, I just hope that you will make that today. Whatever you believe for, ask for it in prayer. God wants to do it. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. We're here to encourage your faith. We're here to strengthen you, to draw you closer to God, to pull you back into his presence. He, he welcomes you today with his loving arms. Stay with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.